So our Northern star was set. And we both agreed that it was really important to us that we wanted to bring our audience something special every time we felt we had something to share. So next we plotted out how to win our listeners every time they decide to invest some time into us. It's been two years since Adam started off on his journey and he wanted to talk about how we could best share some of those experiences to help others. Uh, I think you've got to win the audience every episode. Mm. I think if you listen to an episode and you go, and it happens to me actually, I've, I've used to probably listen to about 15 to 18 different podcasts. Now I listen to four or five, six possibly regularly uh, because they were just making shows for the sake of making shows and I didn't feel like I was getting the value. Like Whether it's a five minute or a 50 minute podcast, you still want to come away with something. Um, but it's what will be interesting is like, cause we're like, uh, what are we now we're over two, two and a half years into the journey from two and a, yeah, two and a half years in. From been that long? Yeah. yeah. It's mad. Uh, and just jumping in and saying to people, Oh, we're now, uh, we're two and a bit years in VC funded, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think could be a bit misleading. So I think what we should do is like sit down and like spec out just some episodes that will cover the first the big hurdles that happened, like uh, leaving my job. What, what was that commitment like? Uh, what else was there? It's been such a blur. <laughs> uh, hiring family would probably make a good episode. Yeah, like, I think that that's, be, yeah. that's really interesting. Uh, because I think it's a dynamic that uh, people don't always think about because if it, if it was me, that my family wouldn't have to help me because they do different things, like their career paths. But, but I know from, from me... But at the same time, I know they'd be really supportive in whatever way they could be. Okay. So it'd be quite interesting to hear uh, not just your employee, but your you know your family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, that could make a good episode where I actually pull the so pull the wife and the mother onto the podcast. Very key there as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and put them on and just have the mic open and just get an understanding from their side of the table. What, not just from me, like employing staff, like family staff, but what they thought about it as well. Bring people up to present day so they kind of go, okay, this is where the company is. Kind of understand all the characters. Uh, get each of you onto the show like individually and just have a chat like uh, what you've done previously. How did you end up in a startup in Birmingham? <laughs> Doing an internship. Uh, yeah, I think that could all be, I think it could be really interesting. And uh, like I said, we're due to, um, due to double the team in the next 12 months. That's the plan. So new characters, new characters, exactly. So, so it's going to be a never, never-ending uh, change to the show. And you've got your own. Like we spoke about this morning, our one-to-one. Like you're going to have KPIs to hit, mm-hmm. and this is not going to help towards no. one of your KPIs. So why are you prepared? To, it's not going to help me towards my KPIs either. But why are you prepared to uh, say, Adam, I'm going to hit my KPIs and I'm going to get this show out, and it's going to be good? Because. The one thing that I've always enjoyed in whatever form it is, is a story. Okay. If it's a book or a film or you know, music or a game, okay? it doesn't matter what form it is, I love a story. And I like this story. Not just because I'm in it. But, <laughs> but one, of, one of the main characters. <laughs> but it's a story that I think a lot of people can get a lot of value from. And I think that the only way to do something well is to care about what you do. It's a lot easier to care about something when it matters to you or when it's close to you or, you, or you're involved. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just the fact that I like making content, because I do, but I love telling stories. Good storytelling. Yeah, 
I always have, always will. I said that the reason that we've, I've never done a show before of it's like it's because there's a limited amount of value I think you can bring as a new startup founder. And now I think we're a little bit further on. We can help some people. I've also never had the the I think the ability I, I can talk. Don't get me wrong, but I've never had the ability to put it into like a nice arching story. And that's what I really think you can bring to the table in terms of like, I could just talk, talk, and talk. But there's a limit to how interesting that is. But I think the ability to one with your editing that you're getting really good at, kind of put that into a, a narrative each episode. I think it's a good fit. I think it'll be good. To round it all off. I asked Adam to dig a little bit deeper and tell us a little bit more about how it felt expanding the team and sharing his dream and vision of the company with not just his family members, but also others. When we started in Intex, realistically, you were sharing that dream with us. Yep. Was that scary? Uh, work, like, uh, not so much workload isn't to give it to us, but no, the no, idea of saying, worst, worst, opening up yeah. and saying, like, this is what I care about. Yeah. Completely. What do you think? Because I think it's a bit of a vulnerability to that as well. It's the like, apart from having a child, like it's the scariest thing because, like, like it is like a like it's my project that I've been working so hard on, and it's just me that knows the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions. And you know, we have a very transparent office, uh, and you guys have have seen like the best and the worst in the last few months. Mm. And to let you to let other people, it wasn't too hard with Sarah and Alison as family. Uh, because they got to see most of that anyway. And when I employed those, it wasn't a big deal. And then there was Ignacy. And that wasn't also a huge deal because he worked remotely. Full-time, but worked in London remotely, so he didn't get to see like the day-to-day stress. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you sat in an office with three or four or five new people that get to see the things that you're trying, the things that you're failing at, and just the day-to-day operation of a startup, yeah, super, super uh, scary, to be honest, uh, because you've also made, I've also made a commitment to those guys in terms of we're going to hire some of you. We hired more of you than we thought, <laughs> uh, but then that salary is your responsible for, and it kind of comes, that's probably make a good episode as well, not just the internship from your side of the table, kind of a back-to-back two episodes, like the internship from your perspective, and then what it was like for me mm. in terms of opening the office up. Tell me about this story, because that's the whole arc there. Yeah, it? yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing, because again, it's, it's, uh, I think it's something we said at the time as well. I think it was when uh, we were joking that Fordy didn't have his job. Was That's that, a ongoing joke for me in yeah, my head. Yeah. Is, yeah. We, we, when we were joking about that, was to say that it wasn't until, you know, and well, yeah, really happy that that yeah. drink downstairs. But it wasn't until we sat there, I think it might have been, we went for like a kind of drinks at the end of the day. Okay. That you sat there and said, I actually didn't realize because I've been so caught up in doing everything else what this meant to you guys and what it would have meant if it hadn't have gone that way. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. Because I was uh, I was so caught up in the to-do lists and course, just getting yeah. stuff done that you sometimes forget uh, to take a step back and see the bigger picture. And like when I was, when we had those one-to-ones in terms of end of the internship, it was like that, opened up my eyes. It's kind of like, wow, you guys had given 120%. And uh, yeah, it, I, 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 it worries me to think what the conversation would if the conversation didn't go the way they did and you guys didn't get the roles I don't think I would have been prepared for the reaction because it, to me I hadn't let it sink in of just how much it meant it was going to be it, a yes because you said there was something there yeah yeah, and it, it probably would have kicked into me like if it was a no I would have been like oh it's not a good fit I hope you find another role blah 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 uh, give you a good reference you've worked great but we don't need to skip whatever it was going to be and to me it just would have been very kind of like a Thanks very much. You're a great guy. 
um, best luck in the future, let me help you where I can, but you're not a good fit here. But I think I would, I would have been alarmed to see the reaction for you guys. Now knowing how much it meant to you. Uh, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. So this is set to be the beginning of our story. We hope you enjoyed our short chat and it's told you a little bit more about where we are because we can't wait to tell you more about where we're going. This has been Martin Kennedy and I hope you join us on the next step of The Journey. Welcome to, well, we're not quite sure what this show is called just yet. So for now, let's call it The Journey. This is the story of a small startup company based in Birmingham and our journey as we move forward. What you're about to hear is a conversation between myself, Martin, head of creative, and Adam, founder and CEO, about how it all started and what you can expect to hear as we share insight into our journey. After Adam told me that he was always interested in starting a podcast, I wanted to know a little more about how he first started listening to podcasts and why they mattered to him. Podcasts for me have been quite huge. Okay. So when I was out on the road, my old sales job, uh, my job kind of mainly kind of went around the fact that I had uh, four calls to make a day. Uh, those calls were meant to last an hour. The guys never gave me more than 15 or 20 minutes. Still got the deals done, but never give you the time of day. So in between calls, you're in the van. I used to drive a van around. So I was in the van for an hour to an hour and a half in between calls. So that's kind of when I first found podcasts. Uh, and I've, all, like, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I've just never had, I don't know, I think when you listen to a podcast, there needs to be a certain, I don't know, you listen to it to get some value from it. Like right. like a, running a startup for the first like 12 months, you just, you've got nothing interesting to say. You're just panicking every day, trying to work stuff out. And it's like, I don't really know anything at the moment. And I just feel like we've kind of got to a point now where, I don't know, I think we can share some value to someone. I don't know who. Let's find them. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Which brought us to our next question, which is, who is it that we are trying to bring value to? So there's the people that are still in their job and want to leave. They know they want to be an entrepreneur. And then you've got the people that are one year in, that are still like I was a year ago, flapping around trying to work it out. And I just feel like there's there's loads of great podcasts out there, but there's no there's none of them that really document like day to day, but I just think there's so many podcasts that cover um, kind of the hero stories that they always they're always great to hear because you listen to them as a founder and you really want to aspire to be them. They just seem always slightly out of reach. It's never right, quite realistic, and it feels like there's uh, rose tinted glasses with a lot of them. Yeah. And I just feel like there's a gap that we could help the people that want to leave their job to the point they're a little bit behind us and say, no, this is what the journey's like. So don't. Uh, don't lie to yourself. It's going to be super hard. Uh, and this is what it's like for us. And uh, for people that enjoy it, I think it will help them. I think it's massively going to help our team. Our team's really open, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I think having these spots where we sit down and we put a sock on a microphone um, <laughs> <laughs> as the pop filter, I feel like it uh, and go into a room that is meant to be hired out. And you just said, how cheeky are you feeling? Uh, 
perfect. Um, I just feel like having a sit down with our members, having that good open conversation, I think it's going to really help. Uh, it's going to help me as a manager. Uh, and I think it should help you guys get more clarity on what my thoughts and feelings are as well as what you guys bring to the table. I think that's really interesting. I think the one thing that I really agree with is that that journey is so varied, even for me personally as an employee, is that from where I was when we first started to where we are now is very different. Not just so much in uh, what we do, but just in those little everyday victories or those, that, those, you know, those crushing defeats, or that's what it feels like, yeah, those, those great wins. And it's, you're right about that rose-tinted view of you don't see the whole thing. And you get why, because people want to paint it as this yeah, exactly. solution. Yeah, and on that, so like, uh, I kind of know it from my perspective. I didn't really see it from your guys' perspective as well. So from that, it's clear that there are a lot of different ways that startups can operate. But being honest about how things run on a day-to-day level was something that Adam really wanted to get across to our listeners. As of uh, three, four days ago, we're a VC-backed company. And I'm not going to go into the details about what we do as a business specifically. It's not a sales pitch because I know that none of our customer base will listen to this. Mm. They're just not in that environment. Um, But I just want to share the the true roller coaster of what it's like. And uh, hopefully it will put some people off who aren't quite ready for it and it will inspire the people that go that's what i want to do but either way like you say bring value to those people yeah exactly what podcast do you listen to they're probably very different to the ones i do so i i was always really big into comedy podcasts okay so i'm going back to like russell brand sort of stuff okay i also like ones that are around topics i like to talk about as well i think it's what a lot of people do as well so a lot of uh, gaming ones and stuff like that. IGN are quite a big company, so stuff like that. I think you're right. I think uh, I think like podcasts are the new blogs. I mean, like you search the internet for a blog to read about uh, Star Wars topic topic yeah. at the moment. Like uh, I've just had to like uh, refresh myself. I'm just actually watching the first season, and you give me an amazing breakdown of what the hell happened in Star Wars. But I think now people go to the iTunes store or wherever you listen to podcasts and then search for their topic because they know there'll be someone having a conversation like this about it. I think it gets really interesting. So, after discussing why this is a project interesting to us, it's at this point that our conversation moves towards what kind of structure it should take and what kind of frequency would be important to our listeners and ourselves. Content is everything, but context is king. And the more we talked, it was clear that we didn't want our message to get lost as we move forward. Perfect. Like uh, I listen to stuff whether it's from once a week, twice a week, three times a week, or once every two weeks. Uh, and you're right. Like I get turned off if, if they just say, "Oh, we have a podcast every Wednesday, regardless of what there is to talk about." I am pretty sure that we will have something to talk about at least once a week with the pace that we do things here. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to kind of, like I said, I don't want to overextend our commitment. So if we get any listeners, like uh, we don't want to be saying, oh, we're doing this three times a week and just making up shows for the sake of it. Same thing that you do with the video content. You don't just do videos for the sake of videos. Yeah. You do good videos for the sake of getting good views and bits like that. That makes sense. Um, like you said, we're quite varied here. I'm sure once a week there'll be something to talk about. But if it's yeah. not... It's, that's not the whole objective of what it is. No, exactly. It's to really paint that picture of but I think, our journey as well as the journey. But I think we need to keep that like top of In terms of like our mission for this as a project, I think that needs to be kind of like a, the northern star. Like this is why we're doing it. It's to help us as a team stay focused, yeah. keep communication open. So if we feel like there's a good conversation to have, we'll put the mic on. If we we're just it, it busy in the middle of like a product launch or whatever, and we just there's nothing that's relevant to talk on the podcast, we shouldn't worry about it. So yeah. it's kind of like a value only okay oh, I like that. you're right because it's an investment of your time as well 
So, no, exactly. So a lot of mine I listen to, like say, when I'm traveling or I'm commuting. So if I'm going to invest, as it were, that 30 minutes or 20 minutes into something, I want to feel like there's something in it. And I know that's quite yeah, selfish exactly. to do, but I think with how we all operate these days, so the fast-paced kind of life we live, it's that investment and that sort of what, what's in it for me sort of thing. <laughs>